This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Dark Roast is coming up at 840 on game day. One of our new favorite segments. I apologize to my in-laws Probably the worst hour of radio that could have ever happened before I go to a family gathering at a funeral. Uh, So I apologize, mom and dad, in-law, for what just happened in the 7 o'clock expressway. But it was epic radio. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Poor poor Peyton, that bank account. Is is it going to be more awkward than when you said uh, you were going to create a daughter on New Year's Eve? Oh, much. Oh, good question. I think this is worse. Because I'm talking about like how to get out of the funeral for football, and then Peyton just told a 40 minute strip club experience. I <laughs> quite like it. I quite like it. Back to back. Sounds like he got more action in the 40 minutes that he just talked about than he did there. Yeah, for my lord. That yeah, next was... time we make a bet of New Year's kisses, I'll just go to the strip club. The picture would be hard to get though. I don't think those are allowed there. Um, no. <laughs> did, yeah, did you try to break out your phone at no, any point? I was so worried. Did you take to a do selfie? That? Did you take a selfie? No, I didn't. Did take a selfie? No. All right. What area was this in? Oh man, it was it was dark driving there. It was, I mean, Fort Worth, but it was probably I mean, it was from Seventh Street. I think it was about ten minute drive outside of Seventh. Do you know what place he went to? Yeah, I do. I've never been there, but I know of it. Okay, eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three truckwreck.com text on. Let's get into the game. Will Dark Roast Tampa Bay a choppy with the five things he wants to see? And Bobby, what's the first take report? As your uh, hotel view is right there, away from uh, uh, a few a few yards away from Michael Irvin and Stephen A. Smith, getting ready to uh, do the show. Yeah, this line is wrapped around the block, Sean. Uh, I'm uh, getting a look down there. Lots of Cowboys jerseys, lots of Micah Parsons, lots of Dak Prescott. Not nearly as many Buccaneers jerseys, I'd say. Oh. Uh, we're looking at about mm, ten to one Cowboys to Bucks jerseys down in this line. Uh, but I'll keep you posted. I'll, I'll have an eye on this for the what remainder of the morning. Great report. What a great report. Ten to one seems extreme, but there you go. Cowboys to Bucks with the jersey comparisons. All right, let's pick this thing. Official selections on the truckwreck.com text line. RJ, what do you want to see? And give us the pick. All right, I got the I got the big five. The big five things. Uh, number one, and I think this is the easiest one to do, pressure up the middle. Uh, I would be okay. 
And I, you know me, I am Mr. Micah on the edge. But I might be okay with Micah lining up at times over center as a linebacker, rushing from the A, uh, putting pressure on Brady up the middle. That's where Tom, I think, seems to struggle the most when you get that, those, those immobile guys. That's where you want to attack them. Uh, number two, more efficiency on first down. They've been awful running the ball on first down. Less than three yards of carry. That's Bobby Stat, not mine, so if it's wrong, blame him. <laughs> uh, you can't win playoff games like that. Uh, either stop running on first or run better, but you can't continue to do what they've been doing. Three, help over the top. I don't think his matchup is good DB-wise in the secondary because they've got two really, really good wide receivers, and the Cowboys outside of Diggs are, are relatively thin or, or not 100% healthy. Uh, number four, this would be a novel concept. Dak to act like an NFL quarterback this week. <laughs> uh, when two wide receivers have one catch on six targets each, that ain't on the wide receivers. That's awful against Washington. Yeah. Like, like way off with the accuracy. Way off. Five of his 12 games this year, his yards per attempt is under seven. He's 11th in QBR among playoff quarterbacks, 12th in EPA. I mean, that can't beat Georgia with those numbers. He's got to be better. Uh, and then number five, uh, McCarthy to be aggressive possession is more important than time uh do not give tom brady the ball back go for it if, if you got to win the game on fourth and two if you're gonna it means you're gonna give tom the ball at midfield as opposed no go for it on fourth and two and the football game you know when you're facing a team that struggles a score like this i wonder about the like if you're gonna get in a 37 34 40 37 mm-hmm. shootout which i do not anticipate then i'm like yeah you go for it do you but I'm asking the wrong person. I shouldn't even look at you. I should ask Bobby. <laughs> Just punt it more and play more conservative, Bobby, with Tampa's offense not being dangerous throughout the majority of the season. I, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 the same question that was posed to Washington or, or to the Giants yesterday, uh, and, and they went ahead and went for it, and it paid off. I, I mean, I think it's one of those things where if you do it and you get it, you're just going, oh, what a brilliant move, and if you do it and you don't get it, you're – you're, you know, lamenting what just happened. but uh, High scoring game, though. Like, neither of those defenses yesterday were stopping each other. No. What, what offense do we see? Do I see the Tampa Bay offense from week one last year or the one from week one this year? If it's the team week one this year, I'm just punting it. If it's the week one team last year, I'm going for it. Give us your game keys. I mean, it's going to be about limiting the big plays. The Cowboys allowed over the last five weeks more 20-yard pass plays than anybody else in the NFL. Um, and so, you know, you're going to need the secondary to play better. And in the event that it gets into a shootout, you obviously need Dak to play better. But the biggest thing, or, or not the biggest thing, one of the the X factors I don't think we're talking about enough, um, we talked about this morning in regards to some of the other playoff games, is the game management. Like, you can't have poor game management if this thing is close because that will lose you the football game. And so, uh, and I feel I, like I that, that hasn't really been tested this year. That's a worry and concern of mine. Like, I don't know if we have two or three McCarthy game management situations that we can allude to to where we say he passed it with flying colors or colors or he butchered it it just feels like those opportunities those attempts are not have not been there hmm. yeah yeah i mean you could look at it from the angle of have the attempts not been there or has he just managed close situations correctly to the point where you don't even it, yep. it's like you know referees you don't notice them unless they're doing something wrong Do right. you notice game management unless it's wrong yeah you know yeah all right Eight seven seven eighty one one zero five three. So, I don't know. I I can't get this out of my head. If Brady if if Brady was playing for New England and Belichick in this game, it would not surprise me if they came out and threw it to Chris Godwin eight straight times. 
It, like, it feels like Godwin is going to be an X factor or whoever the Cowboys put their second corner on. What are we? What is history telling us, or what are we thinking about Diggs versus Evans, Bobby? Uh, so Diggs has performed well against Mike Evans in the past. Last year, uh, he aligned across from Mike Evans on 39 of his 47 routes, and he gave up one reception for 10 yards on three targets. And so he shut him down last year in week one. This year, uh, Mike Evans had mentioned this week that Diggs didn't follow him like he did in week one last year, but there were still seven targets to Mike Evans in which Diggs was in coverage, and it was three catches for 33 yards. So Diggs has done well on Evans, but if you're telling me Xavier Rhodes is going to be a part of this game plan with his size and, you know, the fact that he's not as fast as he once was, uh, then I, I might instead have him on Evans and take my chances with Diggs against Godwin. And for me, the Cowboys X Factor, look, you can lose. That's uh, not fine, but I understand if they lose this football game. You better go out with Tony Pollard touches, though. Do not sit there and freaking save this. In the first game, Tony Pollard had six carries for eight yards, and he had two catches for 14. He's rested. He's your most explosive offensive player. If you're going to go down, you better get Tony Pollard all of his touches. I don't want to ram and Zeke mm-hmm. into the back of your O-line on first and second down like they've been doing for the past month. Get A lot of people were tweeting Tony Pollard, guys, uh, during the Niner game. Uh, now, this may be very optimistic, too optimistic, delusional, mm-hmm. but people are like, Tony Pollard can do what McCaffrey does. Put him in that role and get him those touches. And Christian McCaffrey was balling against Seattle so that's my that's my cowboy X factor. He's their most explosive player. Don't forget about him. I mean, look, they you, Pollard was a completely different player uh, in in week one. You know, his role was way way different. They've got to get him more involved, I think, in this game. And then you got to find out, you know, what can Gallup give you? Yes. You know, uh, see the biggest mystery. Well, yeah. I mean, he is a mystery. Um, look, they, it's not like they don't target him. You know, they Dak targeted him in the in the last game. Dak targeted no Brown too. Uh, either the throws weren't there or he wasn't able to come up with a play. I mean, they, but they've got to find a way to get him get him more involved. I mean, uh, Michael Gallup, over the course of his career, hasn't had a single season where his catch percentage is uh, at 60% or above. Um, it's just been the nature of his game. I don't know that he's a mystery so much as right now he's just not playing well. And so we, we I think we just optimistically want to call it a mystery because we go, man, he's a good player. Why is he not playing well? It may just be that he's he's not been the same player since he came back from the knee. What is Tampa defensively? Because it feels like this game is going to be a struggle to score points. I Recency bias, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the first game this year versus the first game last year. If, if, if Dak plays 75% of what he was in the opener last year, the Cowboys will easily win. But this is a new year. I mean, he was, the, he was an MVP last year in the first half of the season starting with that Tampa game. He lit them up. This year, the Cowboys scored three points. Buccaneers rank 14th in the league in run D. They give up 116 a game. Two of their last three games, they gave up 174 to Atlanta on the ground and 121 to the Cardinals. So are we going to be screaming and yelling during the game that the Cowboys are trying to run the football too much versus unleashing their quarterback to try to bounce back from the bad Washington performance? Your selection... For the game, R.J. Choppy. I um, 
a lot of the numbers are pointing to me that the Cowboys win this game. Uh, the one that sticks out the most uh, is, you know, these playoff rematches. And when you play a team earlier in the year where, and, and this is something that great quarterbacks, that this is something great quarterbacks do. When Brady and Rodgers and Manning and the like played a team that they lost to in the regular season when they rematched against them in the postseason, their records are astronomically good. Um, especially Brady's. And now you got to see if the same thing, you know, this is Dak's coming out party. This is Dak's game where he has to show that. Uh, when you play that team, the team that wins and covers is 40-54-3 and three against the spread in the rematch, which bodes very well for the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys win 24-17. 24-17. What's the over-under for this game? Uh, see if you can get that while Bobby goes through his official pick. Oh, you guys... Get to pick first since you were five and zero oh this weekend. Oh yes, and I was yeah. three and two thanks to that idiot Brandon Staley. Forty five and a half. Forty five and a half. All right, so Bobby, you get yeah. to go next. We yeah, we got to lead with success first. Uh, you know, Tolos <laughs> need uh, the information quickly. They 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 need the right picks. Uh, Dallas is a better football team than Tampa Bay. It doesn't mean Tampa Bay can't win or whatever else, but I mean just flat out they've been better over the course of eighteen weeks than Tampa Bay has. And as Choppy's talked about. Uh, you know, it, it's more about the, the you know, broader picture than what happened in week one in a single instance. And so Dallas is a better football team. Again, doesn't mean they can't lose because there's still ways that I think Tampa Bay can challenge them. Particularly, I think there are ways that they can challenge Dallas's passing game. They can make things difficult on Dak in certain situations. Um, but I, I still think this is going to be Dallas's game. So I've got the Cowboys 27 to 24 and on to San Francisco. Uh, I'm going 23-20. Okay. 23-20 Cowboys. Okay. Uh, so clean. Yeah, all right. Very good. Pepe? Cowboys. This one, I, I'm not worried at all. Tampa Whoa. Bay's record is what the Vikings should have been this Whoa. year at 8-9. Oh, yeah, you're, no, Tampa you're Bay right. is really you're right bad. They're you're so right bad. I got Cowboys winning 27-20. Tolos, are we split? Are we one-sided? Bobby, how did the poll results take place throughout the week? <laughs> well, we went from 55 to 45 Tampa to then uh, it was like 80-20 Cowboys. And then after that, I thought the point was made, so I didn't make another one. But I'm guessing it's about – it looks already like on social media this weekend that it was 80-20. Which, by the way, I want to say we all got copied several times on different tweets from people saying, like, you guys picking against the Cowboys, blah, blah, blah. We hadn't picked the game last week. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I had a good feeling all of us were going to pick Dallas, so I don't know where that came from. But Well, look, yeah. last week was, and we told this to Stephen A., we admitted it. Last week, if I if I used a term or a description to describe the city, worried. Like, mm-hmm. we're not sitting here thrilled. In San Francisco, before Seattle, they're pumped to get their run started. In Buffalo, they're pumped to get it going. We're just we. I think we're justifiably worried. Last week, that was the tone of the show, bringing up a lot of the negatives, bringing up a lot of the ifs. McCarthy's job status, but we did not pick the game. We do that on game day, and all of us have the Cowboys winning. Tolos on the text overall. Yeah, they uh well overall Cowboys. Uh, let's see, here we go, Cowboys. And I'm not greatly confident. Peyton's the most confident of us, I think. Then Bobby. Uh, I'm probably, I mean, I'm scared. I'd say everyone yesterday. Oh, there's a fear factor. You have to. Everyone's yeah. like, what do you think? What do you think? I said, you got a coin? When has this team performed over the last 30 years that has given you confidence in their playoff opportunity here? Yeah, but Tolos are going with the, with the Cowboys. Uh, 37-13 Cowboys, 24-10 oh. 
Cowboys, Cowboys by 21, Bucks 24 20. Uh, let's see. Cowboys 28 21. Uh, Pollard needs 70% of the touches. Uh, the biggest mystery is your quarterback, and it's not even close. 38 13 Cowboys, 28 17 Cowboys. Bowles owns us, did it with a winless Jets team, loves playing against Dak. Um, let's see. 30-27 Tampa, 31-19 Cowboys. How worried are we now about the New York Giants, the NFC East turning in to the SEC, and did these announcers fall asleep for one of the best playoff games of all time? That's next, along with the Dark Rose, 8 o'clock hour here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Teams come to the center of the field. The final 25 seconds tick off the clock, and the New York Giants are on to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The final score, the Giants 31, and the Vikings 24. What is Brian Dayball's status in that city right now? Are you kidding me? It's uh, He it, looks like one of them. It's a perfect. He does look like a meatball. He's a perfect-looking yeah. head coach for the New York Giants. Yeah, your bald beard, just like a burly guy. Burly, great word. But, you know, just he is. I mean, he he really is a perfect uh, coach for that city. He's that. Other per- than we thought Joe Judge was too. Yeah, but Dayball looks it more. Uh-huh. Judge acted it. He acted it as yeah. a as a as a as a tool. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, you know, you know but Dayball, great. I can't hate Dayball like you. I like him. I actually like him. He doesn't. He doesn't to me belong in a Nick Sirianni category at all. Ron Rivera annoys me more than Brian Dayball. The problem last night is Daniel Jones. So we'll review his full list tomorrow. But while Trevor Lawrence was melting down, I tweeted Dan Orlovsky's quarterback list Mm -hmm. in which he had every QB but two ahead of Dak Prescott. And I was like, Trevor Lawrence, I said, this little cute Jacksonville story, they're not a threat. They're out. They're gone. And Lawrence is throwing his fourth pick, and I'm trolling Orlovsky and sending it out and turning all the tolos on him. And then, of course, I wake up the next morning after the comeback and my phone starts blowing up and Orlovsky is just tweeting me back. Sup? Sup, buddy? Saw, dude. Saw, dude. And I was like, okay, so I've taken the Trevor Lawrence L. Although, is it is it an L? Four picks, four touchdowns, Bobby? If Dak had that game tonight and they win, is everybody like, oh, what a great performance by Dak? Or is Orlovsky going, you can't sustain this. You throw interceptions like that, you're going to lose this football game. (laughs) Yes, to be. So I don't know if the Lawrence one was a win. I'm definitely taking an L on the Daniel Jones one, though, after that performance. I'm sitting there at the, uh, the funeral proceedings, the rosary yesterday, and the worst thing possible happens on my phone. And all the tolls are telling me that Daniel Jones is balling. 
Daniel Jones is running yeah. all over Minnesota, he, and he's making some throws as well. And he, I was like, crap! He was, he was running like crazy. I mean, his... And, you know, he was not running and then running out of bounds or sliding. He was taking shots head on. Because that was probably, man, he got elbowed in the neck. That was probably the biggest complaint on Orlovsky's uh-huh. list, how much higher he had Daniel Jones than Dak, and that's what we attacked him for. Dak's going to have to play better than Daniel Jones tonight in order for us to go at Dan for that with the way DJ's been playing over the last month. The- I mean, look, Daniel Jones had 180, uh, 81 QBR and 114 pass rating. Dak ain't, I mean, that... It's very rare. I don't know that anybody's going to play better than that this weekend. That's a tremendous game, huh? Dak ain't what? You're just you're, you're going to ride off Dak playing I mean, that level? An 81 QBR is like, like that's that's hard to get. What was the, what was the pass rating? 114. He can get that. He get 114. An 81 QBR is really hard to get. Like that's, yeah, we, that's, I, I need to figure out a, a bet sometime in the next 90 minutes of what we're going to bet on that Dak has a. Pass a rating of 120 or above tonight. Whoa! Well, I, I'm not saying like I he l- couldn't have a 120 or above, but like, to have both, I love the confidence. You just said Dak ain't. Yeah, no, it's up with the QBR, like QBR and the get and the 114. Like, so his 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 month of QBR it was a 15 against Washington. He had a 78 against Tennessee and an 86 against Philly, a 74 against the Jags. Yeah, I mean, and he was how good was he against Philly? He was tremendous, incredible. Uh, and and even against Jacksonville, he was he was pretty good, um, really really good. Uh, but still, like I said, an eighty-one is really hard to get. You would have to bet against that. All right. Meanwhile, you have the game of the playoffs. We just referenced it. We know how it started. Here's how it ended. Patterson's kick is up. The field goal is good. 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 The Jaguars have won it. The Jaguars have won it. They have come back from 27-0 to win the game. At one point, Jacksonville had a 1.2% chance of winning. 1.2. As Trevor Lawrence throws four picks, then he has the four touchdowns. During the game, one gambler decided to put a live bet on the game. 1.4 million to win 11K. I mean, if you're the gambler's perspective, you're like, I just have I have a free eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> well, that, well you know, there's another perspective. Well, no, I know, but there is. But it's, <laughs> the worth of it when it's twenty-seven zip. Yeah. Okay. There's really you don't envision any chance of a comeback yeah. when it's not like Skyler Thompson was quarterback of the other team. It was Justin Herbert. So you really see Skyler no, Thompson made some better throws than they were giving him credit for. But I'm not going to die on that hill. But anyway, you know, and then you have like. It's just not going to happen. But 1.2 for 11K? 1.4. 1.4? At least oh, let me get back. It's terrible value. 50K. It's terrible value. But it, but I guess for the better perspective, it's like, I have a chance to get a free $11,000 added to my bankroll. Right. Let's do it. What was the other bet that was lost? Did you see it tweeted out last uh, night? The Justin Jefferson parlay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it, Bob? That was like a $43 bet. They hit on like this Five leg parlay uh, for first touchdowns in games, and they had Justin Jefferson as the first one. It was the last one, uh, and that forty-three dollar bet would have been a million dollar payout. And uh, Justin Jefferson's knee hit uh, about oh, six inches yeah. short, and uh, it was that close. Yeah. So here, here, all of them right here: it was McCaffrey, Eckler, Dawson Knox. All three hit. He needed Jamar Chase. 
and Justin Jefferson. $1,135.50. Would have won a million off of 43 bucks? The $43.10 cent wager would have won $1,135.50. Now, here's the thing. Wow. After the th- first three hit, McCaffrey, Eckler, and Dawson Knox, he could have hit the cash out button. They gave him a cash out option on this one. Okay. Now, now, all you need is Jefferson and Chase to score the first TD, which are pretty good odds considering those are the best receivers in the team. That's all you need to get those two to hit to win a million. What would the cash out figure have to be for you to say, cash it out now? After how many have hit? The three have hit. A hundred? hundred K. Oh, hundred K. Oh, yeah. What hundred K? Oh, a hundred K? I agree. I agree with Bobby. Okay. So, yeah, you had McCaffrey, Eckler, and Maybe Dawson Maybe 75K. Knox. All right. The cash out option was $7,489 at that point. No. So, you would have had 43 bucks. You could have cashed out for seven grand. And but now, knowing you had Jefferson and Chase left, I would have, I would have not cashed out. Because if Jefferson and Chase score a touchdown and I cashed out for seven grand instead of winning a million... I, I would do some serious harm to my liver. <laughs> no deal, Howie. What's up? No deal, Howie. Yeah, and now if is I, that a deal or no deal reference? It is. <laughs> it's the same proposition. Yes, I know. I just was, yeah, surprised by the reference. Very surprised. All right, I did not hear this announcer because I was out and about watching it, so I didn't hear the play-by-play. What's wrong with? Your boy, Al Michaels. Alsomnia? <laughs> what's wrong with Alsomnia? <laughs> I'll tell you what's wrong with Al. <laughs> Al still thinks this is an Amazon broadcast. Al thinks he's doing a podcast here. He's got no energy. He sounds quieter than Bobby in a hotel room with Mike Fisher sitting next to him trying to sleep. Uh, this is, this is uh, let's see, this is the fourth and one conversion. So he's doing this with Dungey? He's doing this with Dungey. There couldn't be two worse people to do a broadcast. Where was Herbie? There could be two worst people to do a broadcast together. Yeah, where is Herb Street? I guess because it wasn't an Amazon broadcast that maybe ESPN wouldn't allow him to go to, to I, uh, NBC. Okay. But uh, so the two most soft-spoken, Dungy is, has no energy. All right. So this is the fourth and one. Uh, Alsomnia <laughs> is putting us all to sleep in this game. Three backs behind him. To the outside. ETN. First down and a ton more. And stays in bounds to the 15-yard line. What a call! Whoa, whoa, whoa! They put the. That's out. Do you be- do you believe in miracles? That's not yeah. out. What do you want? That's not out. What do you no. want? It's, it, it, was he, a, it was a Travis Etienne run around it, the corner. It was, it was the fourth down play where it was like, or the right, it was the fourth down where they were doing. It was set, the game. Set up for a QB sneak, and he runs around the outside for like 30 yards. But it was the absolute game there. Oh, was that the one right before the field goal? Yeah. Yeah. So then, oh. so you think Al's going to get excited for that? <laughs> well, I mean, he's got to get excited for the game-winning field goal, right? I mean, he's probably going to lose his voice here. <laughs> Likely on Kansas City. Here we go for the win. Got it, but there's a flag down. There's a flag down as everybody's running out onto the field. Got it. But there's a penalty marker. And they call it on the defense. Got it. Got it. But there's a flag down. Yeah. I was wondering why his name was trending all night long. Don't step on the moment. That's a good broadcasting 101. Don't step on the moment. Let the moment breathe. Let, Let the moment shine. You know who David Cantor is? 
Yeah, Bobby's yeah. Y'all friend, have interviewed him. The yeah. agent. This NFL agent. You ready for his tweet? Tanks agent. You ready for his tweet? Oh, God. He is vicious. As disgusting and shameful as the Chargers' loss was, what was worse was the decision to have Alan Dungy destroy one of the greatest comebacks of playoff history. <laughs> they were abysmal, completely disinterested, and lame as any announcing duo in history. Wow! Cantor. I love Cantor. Wow! Dude, he flamethrows. He flamethrows. All right, so that's Al. You know who got a lot of props and he was trending yesterday? And I was wrong on this guy. I don't think he's, like, dynamic, but... Greg Olson, Bobby, getting a ton of praise. He was getting he was a ton really of props. Good. Yeah, he, he's really good in general. I, I'm still adjusting, I think, to his overall delivery. Um, but his insight's really good. And I think that he breaks things. That he's not afraid either to kind of call out things that he's seen on the field and the way coaches are calling games. So I think he's very good. And then um, my big question from the weekend is, did my boy Mike McDaniel vape? Uh, you know... Sarah and I were trying to figure we this out. We have a Gus Johnson controversy. Yeah, we were trying to figure this one out. Because, you know, you don't see. I'm sure if he was vaping, somebody would have picked that up. Did you see the video? Yeah, no, but the smoke, the oh, exhale. Like, yeah. There was no exhale. It, like, ended before the exhale. Yeah, maybe he smoked, but he didn't exhale. Peyton, Am I smelling a little of the ganja? <laughs> Peyton, uh, call Bobby's son. Let's get him on the line. Well, we'll have him break Bobby, it down. what's your son's phone number? <laughs> uh, he doesn't have a cell phone. He's in alternative schooling oh. right now. Oh! So I'll email no. him. All right, so what do we think? Bob, was he vaping? Yes. 100%. He, he, Dan Soder, the comedian Dan Soder, he grew up with him. He was on the sideline with him the other day. Dan Soder's like one of the most notorious pothead comedians in existence. He probably gave him the vape. But he was vaping tobacco. How do you know? <laughs> okay, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. Are you telling? Wait, wait. I'm, I'm, now, I'm joking. I'm, it's a joke. Okay. It's a joke. Nobody get me in trouble with some accusation. I'm kidding. I'm okay. doing a bit. I, I just wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure you didn't think that Mike McDaniel was no, smoking I'm, weed during the game. I mean, I'm doing a bit. Could have been Delta Eight. You never know. I mean, it could have been some. What is that? It's just a synthetic that you can get. Like in New York, Delta they don't do uh, eight. You can get that here. You get like that COVID nineteen. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Pay. Yeah. That <laughs> Appreciate that. The Delta Eight variant. Way to throw a number on it. All right. Uh, let's get dark. Let's get a little dark here. Uh, we've had funeral talk. We've had strip club talk after the funeral. Love it. Let's dark roast the city of Tampa. And we'll bring you RJ's Buccaneers Cowboys preview song in case you missed it. Next on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Purdy going to throw back middle, wide open. Debo Samuel down the sideline, 50, 40, Debo 30, Debo 20, Debo 10, Debo touchdown! Francisco!
Double loss, in my opinion. The Now, you guys are the experts from the weekend going undefeated yes, we are. with your picks as Bobby Belt is chiming in uh, before he should have t- spoken in Tampa. Uh, Sean and RJ here in DFW. Nick Eatman at 920. I viewed yesterday as a double loss. The Giants win and send the Cowboys to San Francisco. And if the Giants had lost, we would have gone to Philadelphia. Neither very inviting situations, in my opinion. But I felt pretty strongly, even though if the Giants beat Philly and the Cowboys beat San Fran, we would host the NFC Championship game. I know there's the revenge factor against San Fran. I know that Brock Purdy did not have an MVP season like Jalen Hurts. I would have rather played Philadelphia in Philly than go to San Fran. 40% of the Tolos voted Philly. 20% said San Fran. And the other 40% Lamos voted just focus on Tampa as if you're actually playing in the game tonight. I put that up there just for yeah. my own humor to see <laughs> how many people would vote for the Buccaneers. Well, that's how I would have voted, Sean. I would have said focus on Tampa because you know that's what you got to do. You got one step at a time, one day at a time, one life at a time, one game at a time. You got to have them all. Oh, thanks for voting and participating. I, I did. I did vote. I absolutely voted. And uh, you voted for Tampa? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I actually I voted for. I'd rather play San Francisco. If give, not because I think San who? San Francisco. No. The San Francisco, uh, the, the Fraudy Niners, Fraudy Niners, um, third time's a charm. I'd rather play them, not because they're not a better team than Philadelphia. I think top to bottom, one, two through fifty-three, they're better. Yeah, but I would much rather face Brock Purdy than the guy that was about to be the MVP. But what did you see from Purdy in the game? Did you uh, did you go in with an open mind to evaluate and judge him, or you just said seventh rounder, Mister Irrelevant, no, I mean, can't be him, legit? I saw him play in college. He was a good player in college. Um, you know, I saw him play a little bit this year, but you know, you know, Jalen Hurts is a much bigger um, body of work. Yep. You know, he's got two years as opposed to what two months. Uh, so, like, yeah, I mean, is 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 Purdy playing well? Absolutely. But I will go up against. Brock Purdy than a potential MVP candidate any day of the week. To me, it's about potential the quarterback. MVP, potential MVP candidate with a potentially bum shoulder, too, though? That's a, that's a point. I can't argue that one. I, I have no idea how healthy Jalen Hurts' arm is. I have none, no idea. I'm just saying, like, in a, as a – is it the macro? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Just trying to use a good bu- cool buzzword here in these, uh, <laughs> you know, in these in these uncertain economic times that we're in. Uh, you know, it's these uh, – so I don't know. I, I no. I, I can't. I can't argue. I can't refute uh, the shoulder. And Bobby, of course, you would have preferred going to Philly. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you have clearly shown you match up fine with Philly. Dak's best game of the season was against that Philly secondary. If yeah. Dak plays the road game against Philly, you probably beat them in that game. And so uh, I, I still think there's the 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 name San Francisco Forty ers is way too present on the tongues of players at times in the locker room. They, they remember all too well how they got beat down, and I don't know that that's a benefit. I, I think it's actually a little bit of a boogeyman factor for them. Okay. Of course, our focus right now is Tampa. We have to we have to get to them tonight. We all picked the Cowboys to win. Uh, Peyton felt the best about the Cowboys uh, not dominating but winning this game in the easiest manner. Uh, but we all have the Cowboys winning. In order to get the team hyped up, we have another addition 
Bobby Belt writing, RJ Choppy delivering the Cowboys Dark Roast. Is there a barista here? Because this roast just got dark. All right, let's try this again. Okay. Okay. All right, it's playoff time, baby. The Dallas Cowboys are in Tampa tonight taking on a Buccaneers team. And a game that's so important to Tom Brady, he left his wife and his children to win it. <laughs> Man, his, his new girlfriend is going hard for him. She is. She's, he is for her. Hey. <laughs> you know, part of why Tom Brady decided to return is also because the Bucks got rid of Bruce Arians. You know, he always loved to play the tough guy, Sean. But that's hard to believe when you look like Oliver Twist all grown up. <laughs> he never ditched that stupid hat. He's got a blood glucose level that looks like a Tarrant County area code. Oh, my God. That's an 817 joke. <laughs> How you going to go at his glucose levels, man, with his health issues? <laughs> I get the Kangol, but the, 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 the blood pressure. You know, but Tom also returned because he's obsessed with football. Yes, he is. I mean, you've got to respect how much Tom Brady loves the game. He's also committed to holding on to his greatness that the only time he hears the word daddy anymore is when Antonio Brown sends him a Snapchat from Giselle's bedroom. <laughs> 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 An infidelity joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of absent fathers, see what he did there? What, what, a, what, a, what a segue. And speaking of Peyton. Are we talking oh. about Peyton at the strip club? How about the strip club ah. scene in Tampa Bay? <laughs> You know, you can check on the booming strip club industry while you're in town. Why, on any night of the week, you might see Peyton Russell throwing cash onto a stage that looks like a 10-year reunion of MTV's 16 and Pregnant. A very Abraham joke. Now, I'm not trying to slight exotic dancers of Tampa Bay. No siree, Bob. I'm just saying that each time an article of clothing comes off, 10 new stretch marks. Oh, and a new C-section car is speared. Oh, my God, Bob, you can't say that. <laughs> I didn't say it. You did. Oh, Lord. Oh, man, I should, write, I should read these beforehand. <laughs> wow. You know, but there's more to Tampa than just Def Leppard songs and girls named Candy spelled with two E's. <laughs> two E's. <That's> good reference. <laughs> Yeah, they got their fair share of AARP cards and plastic wrap couches as well. You know, Tampa's got a reputation as a senior living community long before Tom Brady and Julio Jones arrived there. <laughs> Julio Jones age. I can't get the plastic wrap couch is like my biggest nightmare in oh, life. Oh, talk. No way. My biggest nightmare. But I feel like I need to have one with uh, with a two and a half year old. You know, if you can get look, if you get past the aroma of being downwind from Jacksonville, oh, I like that <laughs> a quick sniff of the Tampa air reveals notes of butterscotch candy, and a Lincoln Town Cars failed emission test. <laughs> you know, people don't live in Tampa so much as they wait to die. <laughs> what was the town car thing? Failed emissions. Old people test. failed. Oh, miss. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Man, I haven't seen a Lincoln Town Car in a while. <laughs> it's been a yeah, minute. you haven't been to Tampa in a while. I haven't. You know, of course, we're all familiar with the Florida man trope. Florida man, Florida man. Tampa surely has plenty of them. It's the type of city that's got a new story about a fireworks accident in someone's backyard every day. And that's even after Jason Pierre-Paul left for Baltimore. (laughs) (laughs) A fireworks accident joke. (laughs) But who is Florida man? Florida man is missing teeth and cut off sleeves. A Morgan Wallen haircut on a Dan Orlovsky brain. He makes his own moonshine and keeps an apex predator, apex predator, as a pet. 
He is Tampa Bay to its very core. <laughs> Bobby hates Morgan Wallen. I know you do. <laughs> every week there's a Morgan Wallen joke. And every song is a banger. Uh, you know, if you're still uh, having trouble picturing what Florida man looks like, just think of the G-Bag Nation. <laughs> you know, you take Brian Broaddus' hair and Zach Walchuk's head, and you dress him in Gavin Dawson's camo wardrobe, preparing to hunt Bigfoot, and you make him as fertile as Eric Giafalo's testicles. <laughs> Cowboys and Bucks, kick off 7-15. Yeah. Well done, both of you. Well done. Okay, I didn't know that Florida man was like a thing. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. No, I didn't know that that was like a, a label or a Oh, yeah, Florida insult. man. Like, so, like... Every everything like every weird story that you hear seems oh, to yes. seems to happen in Florida. That I know, and that's Florida man. Like, so the st- the thing is, like the story fl- starts out with Florida man robs bank naked. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, I got you. you know, Florida man, like Florida man loses leopard at Dallas Zoo, something like go. that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Oh man, that's good. Gosh, I love a uh, dark roast. Uh, I just want the Cowboys to advance, not only for us and Jerry and McCarthy. I just want the dark roast uh, to continue. So, well done. Uh, K-Twiz on Twitter. I think it's one of my favorite times of the week. Uh, and, of course, Corey Majors usually pops in. That's his segment that he loves as well. 877-881-1053. It's Sean RJ. Bobby Belt is in Tampa. Have you gotten a sense of the city at all with the old people or not humid? It's not humid. What's the weather? No, weather's actually not bad at all. Now, when we landed yesterday, it was actually colder here, I felt like, than when we took off from Dallas. And so uh, it was kind of chilly outside, but I, I haven't been able to really pop out much other than to look down and see the massive line for first take, which is cleared out now. I guess they've let people in. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's it's actually not so bad. It's a lot better than Jacksonville. It smells better. It looks nicer. Uh, I, I don't feel, uh, yeah, I don't feel like I'm about to be the victim of a felony at every turn. <laughs> uh, so it's it's much more uh, it's much more preferable uh, than Tampa, Nick Eatman, than Jacksonville. Nick Eatman at 9:20 is also in Tampa. We'll get Nick's pick for the game. Lamar Jackson didn't even travel with the Ravens. The art of game management. Bobby and Choppy are going to break that down after we bring this back. The best ever song, in my opinion, that RJ Choppy has done here at the fan to get you ready for tonight. Dex all right, number four's all right with me. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. He can fling it, he can fling it, they might catch it and yak it. Or we can hand the ball to Zeke and let him run up inside it. They can bat it, they can pick it, or they outright go miss it. And every time he throws it long, you know that no one will miss it. He is number 4D, a.k.a. number 4D, a.k.a. 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 D, a.k.a. number 4D. Okay, one thing about us, we're the saddest alive. We haven't won a single thing with all these players alive. We can't let Brady have all day. It's Micah Parsons' time. They better win this game or Mike is on the firing line. I'm like, Jerry, you're so stupid. They can't fire this guy. So let's just pass it on their ass and wear them down on a drive. Tom's ex chick wants him to quit, but then she didn't survive. Every snap we bring the pressure because that's what we apply. Pressure up. Applied. We're gonna beat you this time, whether it's Micah Sack and Brady or it's Dak Drop in time. 
We can sling it, we can fling it, they might catch it or yag it, or we can hand the ball to Zeke and let them run up inside it. They can bat it, they can pick it, or they outright gonna miss it. And every time he throws it long, you know that Noah will miss it. He is number four, D, AK. Number four, D, AK, 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 D, AK. Number four, D, AK. One take. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.